Hey fans, welcome to today's episode of Calling All Fans. Thank y'all so much for joining us today. Ah, we're excited to bring you another episode. So look, 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 look. If you're not ready, you better get ready and get your game face on. Cause the show's about to start. Indeed. Uh, right, here we go. Okay. I have a baby pterodactyl in the other room. Yeah. Yeah, he's making noises. It's kind of funny. He's fine. He's just chilling in his crib, man. He's playing. He's living his he's living his best life right now. So I'm gonna let him go. Nice. All right, I'm ready. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's get into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is going on? Oh, what is going on? Went on. Hey. Bones. What's up, fans? All fans. Hey. Hey. Okay, okay. I see you. Hey. We vibing a little bit, fans. We vibing today. Fans, what's going on? We out here. There's a lot of stuff happening in sports. And so um, we would love to talk about everything that happened, especially in NBA free agency. Um all in one episode, but we love you guys, and we wouldn't do that to you because that'd be like a four-hour episode. Indeed. Uh, so we're gonna break we're gonna break a lot of stuff up. So so we're gonna still talk about some football because it is still football season. It is not basketball season. I guess technically it would be basketball season. Um, we got like what COVID, a month though. And we got like a month. But if yeah. COVID hadn't happened, we yeah we'd yeah, be yeah, yeah basketball. But yeah, so we got we got we out here with that NFL. We're gonna talk NFL. We're gonna talk basketball, um, and we're gonna get right into it. Um, shout out to hey, shout out to SJ. I heard SJ, uh, our boy SJ, has been a faithful listener on our Come podcast on. Come uh, on, weekly. So we want to shout out SJ real Come quick. On. Thanks SJ for for being faithful uh, and listening. Um, Come on. Maybe one day we can uh, get you on the podcast. Oh and, man, uh, yeah, that'd be so fun. I know SJ would love to come on here and talk Cowboys and 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 baseball. I know he'd love that. So um, come on. So he yeah, hey, about baseball and and fans. Listen for the for the rest of the fans that we we don't that listen faithfully that we don't know by name. Reach out to us, man. Let us know. This is the thing. If, when y'all reach out to us and let us know, hey man. I listened to the last episode and y'all said this and this, I thought this was really good or y'all, this was y'all's take. And I, I disagree for these reasons. Understand we want to shout out the fans. That's, this is why we're here is for the fans. We wouldn't have named the podcast calling all fans if we weren't for the fans. Does that make, Come on. Does that make sense? So yeah. reach out to us. Let us know. Hey man, I've been listening. I really, I really love what y'all are doing or I've been listening and y'all need to hang it up. Y'all, y'all, need, y'all need to stop. You know, either way, but if you say we need to hang it up, I question why you keep listening. I'm just throwing that out. Um, but let us know. We'd love to shout you out too. By name to everybody. Like, we are so grateful for y'all's support. So, SJ, big ups to you, my man. We love you, dude. You're a rock Come star. Come on. Okay. So, for our first topic, we're going to hop right into it, man. Yeah. We've done all the pleasantries. All, all of them. This is a question. <laughs> From my boy CJ. Come on. And I think it's a valid question. 
Okay. Can Dalvin Cook win MVP if the Vikings make the playoffs? Mm. That's a good question. I mm, last time okay, so last time I looked at the stats, first of all, shout out Dalvin Cook. You've been keeping my fantasy team alive ever <laughs> since Dak went down. So <laughs> shout out to Dalvin Cook. Um I'm still first place in both of my leagues. Um, I only have you in one of them, but it's that league that is more tightly contested. So I appreciate you, Dalvin. Big ups to you, my man. Um, Now, can he win MVP if the Vikings make the playoffs? Can he? Yes. Will he? I don't think so. Um, Russell Wilson is playing, playing great. Um, over the course of the season, the last couple of weeks before the Arizona game, he was a little rocky. But he's playing really good right now. Kyler Murray's mm-hmm. on another level. Um, the MVP usually goes to a quarterback. And so I think all of that makes it a little hard for Dalvin Cook to actually win it. But can he? Yeah. I mean, he's leading the league in, in rushing yards, I believe. He's leading the league. I, I think he's leading the league in rushing touchdowns now. Um, and I, I look for him to make to increase those numbers uh, on Sunday. So I, he can. I, oh, I don't. Okay. I don't think it's possible. I don't think it's probable. But yeah, <laughs> he could. I don't see why he couldn't. Wait, okay. What, so here's, what do you think? Here's, here's the thing. I'm looking fact, up all of the last. The no, no, no. I'm looking up all the last MVPs. Okay. So okay, from okay. the year 2000. To, to, to 2019, because that was the last, uh, MVP, uh, uh, that was named. Uh, there's been three running backs to get MVP. The rest have been quarterbacks. So, 2000 was Marshall Falk. Uh, in 2006 was Ladanian Thomason. And in 2012 was Adrian Peterson. Oh, it was. There's been four. We sorry, Sean Alexander. We missed you in 05. Oh, Sean Alexander. Yes, yeah, yeah. So there's been four. My be, my be. We missed you. Yeah. Sorry, you were an MVP. <laughs> Sean Alexander was in 05. Yeah, I just missed yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's so there's been four since the year 2000. Crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um. I will say he has a he has a shot. Uh, I think I'm not really for sure. Is it like the NBA? Is it a regular season thing? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's regular season. So, I what 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 Dalvin Cook would have to do though, he'd have to like keep up this amazing pace, right? Please, because keep up this amazing pace because the Vikings were dead in the water. Mm-hmm. They weren't they weren't gonna make it. So for them to come back and make the playoffs, and we know it's not gonna be because of Kirk Cousins. Their defense is okay, but there's it's, it's I mean, I'm assuming I haven't looked at any of the stats. I got corrected last week, y'all, about Julio Jones by the stats. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say this is what I this is what I feel. I'm not for sure about the Vikings defense, but I believe they're just okay. Um and so it would it would pretty much be Dalvin Cook running amok on every team. Uh and right now he's at about eight hundred or so rushing yards. And so it's him and King Henry, right? Yeah. Um and so I think 
for for Dalvin Cook, I feel like Derrick Henry wouldn't have a, a good as good of a shot because the team is good, right? The the deep, Tennessee's defense is pretty pretty good. Ryan Tannehill is pretty good. Um, you know, there's a couple of levels of success. Maybe Derrick Henry is the main level. But there's other levels of success. It would probably be solely Dalvin Cook, you know. Um, and so I think he has a good chance, but. I don't know if he'd uh, if he'd actually win it because you got people like Russell Wilson who's winning without a defense. You got people like Aaron Rodgers who's thrown like I think maybe one interception this whole year. You got people like Patrick Mahomes who's thrown I think two interceptions this whole year. You know, yeah, like yeah. And it's a quarterback driven league, but I think if you're gonna be another position to to win the MVP, it has to be because you did it solely because that's what people believe about the quarterback they think it's the quarterback who's who's done it um you know it's the quarterback who had the who had the uh who had his main he had his hands all over the success of the team yeah and so dalvin cook it would be dalvin cook he'd have his hands all over the success of the team and so uh yeah i think he i think he has a shot i don't think he uh gets it just solely on them making the playoffs because Two, the Bears are in a downslide in that division. That is um, true. The Lions yeah. are on the come up, though. The Lions uh, under the radar come up, man. I don't either, but they're on. A, they're on an under the radar come up. I'm. They they play all these close games, and I think Matthew Stafford's career, his best years are being wasted. <laughs> oh, I be, I so. agree, just like they did with Megatron. But that's yep. another discussion. Um, but yeah, man, I I agree with that. I think. I think he has a, an outside shot. I'll call him my dark horse to win it. Um, yeah. Because right now, I, I, for me personally, I think, I feel like the front runner is Kyler Murray probably. Um, yeah. And then I think second place is probably Russ right now. Um, and then, you know, Aaron Rodgers and, and Pat Mahomes aren't very far behind those two guys. You think Kyler Murray is the front runner? I do because I think, well, okay. They played Thursday, and Kyler Murray didn't play bad. You know, he didn't mm-hmm. play. He didn't play phenomenally, but he didn't play bad. But I think people are are victims of the moment, uh, of the moment okay. kind of thing, where it's like, oh, he threw this great hail mary to D Hop, which I will say was a great ball, but I feel like that was more of a D Hop thing than a Kyler Murray thing. But it's whatever. We're giving it to the quarterback. I mean, he um, had to play. Oh, he Wait. did. I'm not saying, no, it was a great pass. I'm about to say, Mr. Quarterback, come ball. on. Great come ball. On. Like, he did everything. From 50, he did everything. 50 yards like, out. He did everything exactly perfectly right, like you teach a quarterback to do on a Hail Mary. Like, all of it was perfect. But, D Hop jumped over three people. <laughs> that is true. D Hop said, there's a phrase for that in basketball. We call it getting dunked on. He said, it was on three people. He said they were all in great position, and he said it was just a better play by I. Hey, and I agree. He the best part about that play, I think the fifty yard pass was awesome. Um, uh, pinpointed. I think the the jump over three people was great. But if you look at the play develop, oh my gosh, my child, she's um, not happy. She's not happy. Um, if you look at the play develop, um. He he catches it, and then one of the defenders tries to grab it out of his hand as he's falling, and he snatches it back. Yep. 
it is so crazy. I think that was yeah. the best part about that play. His Not the jump and catch, hand, bro. He, bro. He just snatched it with His one hand. hand from the guy. It is crazy. Crazy. So, man, yeah. So he's my dark horse. I think, I think Kyler's in first, and then Russ, uh, Patrick, Pete Mahomes, and then, uh, you know, my homeboy, and then, uh, Aaron Rodgers, and then probably weird as it sounds, Big Ben, just because the Steelers are undefeated, and then I think mm-hmm. Dalvin Court, Dalvin Cook is my dark horse to win. Gotcha. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a Pete Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Russ. Uh, I think Russ is third because he's starting to turn the ball over a little bit too much. A little bit, yeah. Uh, you know, but he has a historically bad defense. So, okay, okay. So speaking of MVP, oh. There's another award you can win um, when you're a first-year player called Rookie of the Year. Yeah. And you may have not noticed this, Cody. There's a Uh-oh. pretty good amount of rookie quarterbacks out there. There's a, there's a good amount of rookies that are balling out right now. There are. And, uh, Cody, I just would like to ask you, could my man Tua Tungvaloa win the Rookie of the Year? With missing the first six games, no, that's fair. No, plain and plain and simple, I don't. Yes, again, it's possible. I give him like a two percent chance, simply because Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert have been playing so good. Um, well, he's, wait though. I, I know what you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna say. They both have losing records. Then I mean, it's not losing records. You right. have two wins. You're right. But they have two wins. You're right. But look at look at the difference, though. Okay, so Justin Herbert didn't start the year. I think he came in in, what, week three? Uh, Yeah, I think so. I think so. Week, week three. Um, Joe Burrow's been starting the whole time. Um, but they're putting up crazy stats right now, right? But oh, people will yeah. look and they'll say, but Tua's team is so much more successful. Okay, but Ryan... Fitz Magic. <laughs> the Dolphins were what? They were like four and two or something like that. They, they were, were three like, and three. Three and three? Okay. They were five hundred and they were playing they were hot. They were playing mm-hmm. really good when Tua took over. It's like yeah. it's like okay, I would hope like the Dolphins coaching staff is so brilliant. Their head coach is so smart. That was the perfect time to put Tua in. The the rest of the team is playing great. They're hot. So you put this rookie in and say, "Hey man, you don't have to. You don't have to be great because the rest of our team yeah. collectively is playing really, really good right now. So you don't have to be great, man. We just need you to not be terrible. Manage the game. Yeah. Don't turn the ball over. Make smart decisions. And so Tua basically goes in with no pressure on him to be great. You know." Whereas Joe Burrow, they're looking at him as the savior of Cincinnati sports. What? Mm-hmm. You know, Justin Herbert, they're looking at that he's the future in L.A. And fans, he's in L.A. Come, come on. He is in L.A. And we know what the expectation is in L.A. It's championship or bust. You know this. The Lakers yeah. have completely spoiled L.A. fans. I think it's great, but it's championship or bust there. So I feel like Justin yeah. Herbert has more pressure on him than than Tua does. So for me, it's a no. He won't. I, he can. I give him like a two percent chance, but it's because of Joe Burrow, because Joe Burrow is playing so good. 
Okay. Okay. More than Justin Herbert, it's Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow's playing so good. However, y'all watch out because I would not be surprised if uh, if Justin Herbert ended up winning it. I think here's what I think. Here's what I think. I'm with you. Uh, I also see that Tua's numbers aren't eye popping. Uh, he's he's not throwing for 300 yards. Uh, he's not doing the Kyler Murray thing where he's rushing for 150 and five yeah. touchdowns a game. You know, and that was the, I was just making that up. But you know, like here's but here's what I will say. More often than not, people believe wins are quarterback stats. And I'm just going to tell you this. If Joe Burrow and if Justin Herbert don't pick it up in the win category, like if they don't make it formidable, like if, if Miami goes out here and say, uh, so he, he's going to play 10 games. And if Tua goes seven and three, you know, and the Dolphins finish 10 and six, or if he goes eight and two and they finish, you know, 11 and five. And and Joe Burrow and, and and Justin Herbert over here looking at four wins on the season. I don't I I don't think they go. I, I think Tua got it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then I think they may even finish behind. Like I I know this is blasphemous, but you know T Higgins, which Joe Burrow is throwing to him. He's not. A, I'm sorry, not T Higgins. He's not. A, is he? A, is he? No, he's not. T Higgins. He's on the Bengals. But he's a he's he's, a, he's not a Ricky though. Yeah, he is. Is he okay? Okay, okay. Yeah. Him, you got Justin. What Justin Jefferson, the guy you were high on, uh, in Minnesota. Minnesota. CD Lamb, like, like you know they got some guys that are that are doing really well as rookies. Uh, who y'all got? Rager or something like that? Is he a rookie? Yeah, yeah, but he's. I mean, he's been hurt most of the years. He's so. been hurt. But I, this is this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. They got to pick it up. You know, you got to yeah. have more than four wins on the season if you're going to compete because their numbers look way better. I can tell you from a fantasy owner perspective. Uh, 100%. 100%. But at the end of the day, people believe wins are a quarterback stat. And so, yeah. Let so me, we talked about I, these. Two. I will say this as, okay, fans, real quick, because okay. my boy AT is right. Everyone thinks a quarter of wins is a quarterback stat. I, as a quarterback, that is false. Okay, that is Shout a Mina Khan's. statement. It is not true. Okay, true. You can't win if you have a terrible quarterback. This is true. Okay, you will never see a Super Bowl champion with a terrible quarterback. You just won't see it. If 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 a team wins the Super Bowl, they had a at least at bare minimum a competent quarterback. Mm-hmm. However, however, as a quarterback. I can't stop anyone from scoring. I'm not trying to run the ball like that. I can't throw the ball to myself. I can't block <laughs> for myself. Yeah. There's a lot of things it's as a quarterback. A, it's the ultimate team game. Do, right? Now, now, in the same breath, I will say, not all interceptions should be quarterback stats. Just throwing that out. Ooh. We'll yeah, if it later, hits the receiver's hands and he had a chance to catch it, yep. uh, then I that think. That should be on him. That should be his I, fault, not mine. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked about the MVP. Uh, we kind of semi made a list, but next week we should probably make an official list. Um, but for our MVP race, we've talked about Rookie of the Year, but all of that boiled down to one thing, man. It boiled down to wins. To wins. Right? Gotta get a, gotta and you've got to line up, you know, 
That's why you play the game. You got to yep. line up each and every week to get those wins. You play so to Cody, win the game. Shout out Herm Edwards. You play <laughs> to win the game. So, Cody, Uh-oh. who's going to win the game this week, brother? You All see right. that segue? Ooh, that was a good segue. Oh, Fans, we are working on having crisp segues between segments. If y'all, if y'all like that segue, you know what I need from y'all? I need y'all to hit us up on in the DMs. I need y'all to 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 come on to the to the to the to the to the Instagram page. Sorry, my mind kind of lagged for a second. I need you to come on to the Instagram page and let us know if you're digging these segues, man. We we care about segues. Segues are fun. Segways um, are fun. That being said. The game, okay. So spotlight game. Uh, this is not my spotlight upset. Pick. Not my upset pick. I repeat, not my upset pick. Spotlight game. Rams Buccaneers. Brady versus Aaron Donald. Ramsey versus Mike Evans. Uh, man, I just oh, I think it's gonna be such a good game. The Rams defense is good. Man, yeah. they're just they're really good. The Let's Buccaneers offense is really good. Um man. Hey, and the Buccaneers defense is pretty good too. That's the thing. So the Buccaneers defense is really good. And the Rams offense is stagnant sometimes. Is creative and, and it mm. it's a boomer bust thing. Right? Mm-hmm. It's boomer bust. Um so in that game, I I I I am taking no drum roll necessary. Tampa. Because it's in Tampa. Oh, really? I, I, I would take... Okay, here's the thing. I like to say I don't believe in the Rams' offense, but they have been winning as of late. I think they're like 6-3. and three. They are. Uh, and, you know, they are second in that, in that brutal NFC West. Yeah, um, most competitive division in football. Yeah. And so, like, their 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 team that's last is, I think, it's like four and five, which is the San Francisco for them. And they're only four and five because of injuries. Like, this exactly. is crazy. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, this is what I think. I think we're going to. Uh, I think the man. I don't know, man. I was trying to make it. I think the Buccaneers are going to win uh, because they have a nice defense too. And I think they only the Rams only has one Jalen Ramsey. And so I think that's what's going to happen. I true. think with with Mike Evans, with Gronk, with with Antonio Brown, he can't cover all three of those guys. That is true. And so I think what's gonna happen is uh, Bruce Arians, Tom Brady, they're gonna find a way, and he's Tom Brady's gonna look at the offensive line and say, "Keep Aaron Donald off of me." So keep Aaron Donald off of Tom Brady. I think I think they'll win uh, because I believe the the Tampa Bay defense is good enough to stop a sometimes explosive, sometimes not explosive Rams offense, you know, so. Yeah, and I agree. I, I think you can't completely neutralize an Aaron Donald, but I think you can contain no. him. I think that's what the game plan has to be is contain him. Don't let him have six sacks, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's Aaron Donald, so chances are he's going to get a sack. Yeah. You live with one or two sacks. One but if he two. comes out and has a defensive player of the year type game, where he's like got two sacks, uh, ten knockdowns on Brady. You know, yeah, like, like he's in Brady's face all the yeah tipping the ball from the you you got no shot. Yeah, if if you don't at least contain Aaron Donald, you have no shot. If you don't contain Aaron Donald, then the Jalen Ramsey matchup becomes irrelevant. Yeah, because he he's not gonna have time to throw. And exactly. then when he so, does get that breath, it's like oh Jalen Ramsey's all over the guy. 
Exactly. With all those weapons, though, I mean, can you really stop Tampa? I feel like Tampa only stops themselves. But mm-hmm. anyway, but, I so mean, I, you, we say that, yeah. but then they only scored three points against the Saints. So who actually knows, man? Yeah, I don't, I don't, whatever, man. I don't. <laughs> the Buccaneers are so frustrating. Anyway, so that's that's the spotlight game. I think that's gonna be the best game of the week. Yeah. Um, just I I, I love the matchup. Six and three Rams, seven and three Buccaneers fans. Who do y'all like in that matchup? Do you like the Buccaneers or the Rams? Do you think Aaron Donald, um? Is gonna is gonna come out in this game, and and best Tom Brady, or do you think Tom Brady and Bruce Arians are gonna figure out a way to move the ball even with Aaron Donald being in the middle? What do you think? Let us know. let him go free and let Brady flip him over his back like uh like like Sunshine Titans. Yeah, that's a bad white boy. <laughs> that's a bad. <laughs> um, nice. All right. So, What's your upset pick, Cody? Oh, I was about to ask you the same thing. Oh, All right. I, I got you. I'll no, go first. Yeah, no, you go first. I want you to go first. All right, I'm still man, going back and forth. That's why. So here's the thing. I was thinking about uh the Saints and the Falcons. Uh-huh. Because I was, you know, I was I was gonna pick the Saints. Uh, I, you know, like because no no Drew Brees, so Taysom Hill. So I feel like the Falcons had actually got a win the other week. And they actually looked so the the Falcons have been looking competent. Except when in the last few minutes of the game when they give it away, right? So I think the Falcons are actually better than what their record shows. Um, so I was gonna pick the Saints winning as an upset because all indications should show that the Falcons should win this game because Taysom Hill is a first year starter. I don't know why they didn't go with Jason Jameis Winston. Um, that's neither here nor there. But then I got to looking and I was like, let's go with a real upset. And I saw the Jaguars last week, and and you said in this podcast, you said if the Jaguars even keep it close, I don't believe in Aaron Rodgers anymore. And I do believe the score last week was, if I'm not mistaken, twenty to twenty-four. Twenty-four twenty. <laughs> and the Jaguars almost almost beat the Packers. Yeah. So I'm saying, you know what? This week they get it done. This week, yeah, this week they go to the Steelers. And they say, look, Aaron Rodgers stole a win from us last week. We only got one on the season, and we need one. We hungry. We hungry. We got nothing to lose. We've been losing games all year. Come on. We don't have Gardner Minshew no more. The mustache is gone. He fractured his thumb, whatever. Let's go. It don't matter. D.D. Westbrook's out. It don't matter. You know, we're going to get this win. They're going to go out. This is going to be their glory moment. They're going to go out, ride out into the sunset, get this dub, and they'll only have two wins on the season, and they'll compete with the Jets for Trevor Lawrence. I'm not, I'm not mad at the pick, man. I'm not mad at it. because You want to know why I'm not mad at it, fans? Because the – how do you play Green Bay? Listen, okay, y'all, first of all, you didn't listen to me when I said, go get Amari Cooper, man. It's going to change your whole offense. You didn't listen to me then. And then for whatever reason, y'all were like, hey, Jaguars, we're going to let y'all linger around. We're, you know, eh, it'll be fine. We're, we're fine. It's, everything's fine. Your house is burning down and you're sitting in the living room like it's okay. Let's, Green Bay. Okay. I'm a, They're sitting in the living room with a pitcher of water that is Aaron Rodgers and say, he'll – well, he'll put it out. He'll put it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll be okay. Like, we'll be okay. No, you will not be okay. Get him. Get him more. But okay, I, you know what? I'm off. Here's of, what, whatever. Here's what Fine. I will say though. 
I I want the Jaguars to win, but I also want them to to draft like Justin Justin Fields or um, Trey Lance or that kid oh. from uh, Notre Dame. Uh, Ian Book. Ian Book. He looked real good last week. He um, did. And so I, I want them to have a good quarterback. Uh, not that, I don't want to say good. Gardner Minshew is good. Please, if you're in the NFL, you're good. I want them to have an exceptional quarterback because yeah. I want to see what DJ Chark and D.D. Westbrook does, right? Like, yeah. I want to see them flying around the field, and I want to see the Jaguars explosive. So, uh, but, hey, Cody, what is your – what's your pick? So, okay, I, I've been going back and forth on this one, fans. Um, I really, really, really want to take the Texans over the Patriots. I really want that one, but to me, that's not much of an upset. Yeah. The Patriots aren't. The Patriots right need it more. They do. The Texans two and seven. Patriots four and five. Top. That was gonna be my upset pick because, as crazy as it sounds, even though the Patriots are four and five, they're still technically alive in their division. Are um, they only four and five? They're four and five. Okay. So they're, they're technically alive in their division. But man, this this Broncos Dolphins matchup. You taking the you taking the Broncos and the Dol- you taking the Broncos over the Dolphins? It's compelling, man. I think I think I am. Oh, shoot. I like it, man. Drew Locke. Oh, I I think I like him, man. Because because the only other game that I would potentially pick would be Eagles Browns, but. I just, I want the Eagles to just phone it in for the rest of the year, man. So I don't yeah, want let them ride into the sunset, man. Get out of Carson Wentz's deal, bro. Let let the Giants win the division and call it a day. You know what they should do? Trade Carson Wentz for the to the to the Jaguars for the pick that they'll get. And Gardner Minshew. <laughs> so I, I, I'm, I'm taking the yeah Broncos Dolphins are gonna beat the Dolphins. They gonna in Miami. He's gonna put oh, no, the fire. They're gonna put the fire out. In, it's in, in Denver. Miami. No, it's not in Miami. I thought it was in Miami. It's in Denver. But so that's you, even more reason to take him. But two is three and zero, oh, bro. Two it might be three and zero, oh, but he's not. He hasn't played in Denver though, where hey, the air is maybe. thin. You know what I mean? Okay. Two is gonna okay. run out the tunnel and be gasping for air. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, man, why is this air so thin? Okay. Okay. I just, I, I, yeah, I, Uncle I'm, Dolphins. I'm, I'm, Broncos, Dolphins. Cool, cool. Yeah, man. Hey, also, so, real quick, real quick no. shout out to Kirk Cousins, okay? Who finally he, got his Monday his night win. First Monday night win last Dang, week. Congratulations, man. Kirk. I was um, so rooting for Nick Foles, man. It, man I'm not going to lie to you. I, I was, but I wasn't. I was because the Bears' defense was on my bench. Um, mm. And so I needed the Bears' defense to play worse than the Eagles' defense, which they didn't. Um and then also, I needed Nick Foles to not score anymore so that the Vikings would run the ball with Dalvin Cook late so I could get those garbage time stats for fantasy. Gotcha. So, yeah. I'm giving to So, we're going to transition. We've mentioned a lot of players in the NFL, right? A lot of them. And we're talking about trades, trading Carson Wentz for picks. Um, you know, picking up drafting and Jordan Love, and the trade deadline has passed for the NFL. But you know where it hasn't passed yet? Actually, where it just started? The NBA. Dang, another segue. Let's Come on. go. Come We're on. doing it out here. Segways. All right, fans, we're going to play GM. 
So here's the thing. Here's the thing. The NBA just started there. They just drafted on Wednesday, and mm-hmm. they just opened up uh, free agency on Friday. And uh, it's been like the wild, wild west. And fans, we're not gonna get deeply into it because I, I, we're not, we're not NBA insiders. So um, I would rather um, see where all the pieces land and then talk about players' chances instead of where they should go, contract lengths, and all that stuff. Because yeah. you know, I'm just bound to mess something up because I don't understand all of that yet. But we are getting better. Um, so we're going to wait another week to talk about all the craziness. I will say I like this. Some people are like, oh, this is the worst free agency type of stuff because there's no big names. But I like this. I like this free agency because it's like chess, right? You already got your stars in the location that they need to be. You're yep. just trying to build a team around them that's going to get you a championship, yep. right? And uh, yeah, I, I just like this because it's like in my mind, I'm like, okay. Joe Harris going back to the Nets. Oh, that makes him that much better. Oh, Wesley Matthews going to the Lakers. Oh, that's crazy. That, yeah, he's better than Danny Green at this point in their career. Like, they just upgrade. Like, there's chess moves happening around the league, and I can't wait to see all of them shaking out. But one team that we really need to talk about um, for you Houston fans out there is the Houston Rockets. What should the Houston Rockets do? And I'm gonna tell you exactly what they should do, Cody. I'm not even gonna ask you to go first. I'm gonna go. No, first. that's fine. That I'm gonna I, tell you exactly because I got nothing, do. man. I got nothing. people. I understand Houston fans. I'm I'm kind of the same way with my with my Dallas franchises. You don't want to be bad. You don't want to be bad. Here's the thing: you just need to be bad. You need to trade James Harden. You need to trade Russell Westbrook. I'm tired of all these NBA analysts out there and they know more than I do but I'm tired of them out there talking about hey you need to keep these two former MVPs former MVPs <laughs> former MVPs I'm not That's saying it. James Harden's not good he just he just won three scoring titles in a row I'm not saying Russ is not good you know he's had one of the better seasons of his life but at the end of the day if Russell Westbrook and James Harden are playing at an elite level, and that's the only, and that's the only two stars that you have, right? And they're playing at an elite level. Yeah. At the end of the day, their elite level is not as good as LeBron James and Anthony Davis's elite level. Their elite level is not as good as Kevin Durant and Kyrie's elite level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At the end of the day, it's probably better than what Paul George produced in the playoffs this year. But you're expecting Paul George to be better. And Kawhi Leonard to be better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, and I really believe like James Harden is in the upper echelon, but I, I think it's the Russell Westbrook part. I, I, I think him not being able to shoot very much at all. Yeah. Is, is hurting his game. Like um, people don't, people don't fear him out in the three point land. Right. And this is different because, you know, like I'm always like hit twos. But he doesn't hit twos very well, too. Like, it's like layups or busts sometimes. Yeah. his shot is, he needs to retool that shot. Um, he, he needs to do what Tiger did with his golf swing. Um, is what he needs to do. Tiger, a few years back, completely broke down his golf swing from mm-hmm. the ground up. I mean, it was crazy. He Tiger went as deep as... What did his head like? What was his head movement on certain on certain swings and stuff like that? And he yeah. broke all of that stuff down and rebuilt his swing yeah. back up, you know, 
to where it wasn't it wasn't putting so much strain on his back and all that kind of stuff because he had the back injuries, whatever. Russ needs to do the same thing with his with his shot. Okay, I think so. Let me, let me figure out from the ground up. How do I set my feet? What is what is my body language? What am I doing on this shot that didn't work versus this these clusters of shots that I made at a high clip? You know what what do I need to do? I think he needs to break down his entire shot and rebuild it. Um, mm-hmm. We've seen Lonzo do it with his release. Lonzo had the most unorthodox release, and he he's changed it, and he, now he has a more um, rhythmic release, and he's shooting yep. better. Right. So yep. I, I think if Russ does that, I think Russ. We'll we'll we will continue to see Russell Westbrook be a very talented, very competitive player, regardless. But I think yeah. if he can rebuild his jump shot and just break it down piece by piece, feet, legs, torso, upper, you know, arms, eyes, everything, everything, just rebuild it. I think we can see Russell Westbrook um, become even become scary again. Yeah, right now it's like keep him out of the paint. And yeah, pretty much. right. Um, so I think the rocket, but I think the rocket needs to go ahead and rebuild because you're not winning. You're you're not gonna win um, with those two. Um, you know, like you can you can you can like maybe possibly if an injury goes here and a and a and a and a call goes your way, maybe possibly. But on a on ten out of ten times, you're not winning. The Lakers yep. dismantled them. Like they won one game. Yep. That's not what you bring Westbrook and James Harden there for. And against against the Nuggets in that division, I think I think they win two games against the Nuggets. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. I just I don't I them together, I don't believe they are as great together. They're probably better apart than they are together, you know? Um and I don't think you're gonna win a title. So why keep being a mid level playoff team, semifinal yeah. playoff team when you could trade these two. I know they got two years left on their contract. Um, but I don't think there's any deals out there that can be done right now. And maybe you want to be in a Giannis sweepstakes next year. Maybe you want to keep James Harden and Russ and say, hey, Giannis, um come play come with play, them. Come play with them. But at the end of the day, James Harden and Russ, uh James Harden and Giannis got beef. They not they not they're not coming to play together. Um and Russell Westbrook, who who's gonna who's gonna give up the ball in that in that scenario, you know? Yeah. And Giannis is like, why would I come play there if James Harden and Russ want to be out? They want they gonna leave me in Houston by myself, you know what I'm saying? So all yeah. of this stuff, you, you you there's no there's no reason to keep your stars um there if they're unhappy. So you trade them. If you trade them to the net, you get people like Harris Levert. You get people like Spencer Dinwiddie. You get, you know, you get some conditional, you know, you get some, you get some pieces, pieces and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I think you need to start and start rebuilding right now. Uh, you know, whether, why wait a year to start to rebuild yeah. to see if you can make it? Cause you know who got better? The Lakers. You know who got, is getting better? The Clippers. You know who's, who looks good? Uh, the Denver Nuggets. You know who looks good? The Phoenix Suns. You know, like, and the Warriors yeah. are coming back. All of that considered, and we'll talk about the Warriors next week, but the Warriors are coming back, yeah. and they still got Steph. So, yeah, and, I think you need to rebuild Rockets. Yeah, and I agree with you um, that they need to rebuild. But for me, it's be- I agree for a different reason, a little bit different reason. Um, everything you said is is perfect and is right on. 
I just hadn't thought of all of those reasons, if I'm being real. So that's why I say for a different reason. Everything, like none of what you said do I disagree with. But for me, the Rockets team is built around their backcourt. And if you look at how they've built their team, even before Russ got there with CP3 and Harden, it was mm-hmm. built around their backcourt. You want to know what the problem with that is, fans? Since two th- the 2008 NBA Finals, there have been two, two Finals MVPs that were not small forwards. That's it. Two. Kobe Bryant, he went back-to-back, and Dirk. Since since Dirk in 2011, it went LeBron, LeBron, Kawhi, Andre Iguodala, who is a small forward. Let, okay, he's a small forward. That's his position, what he plays. They just play small ball a lot. He's a small forward. Okay? So, and then it went, so, okay, we'll start back over. It went, after Dirk, LeBron, LeBron, Kawhi, Iguodala, LeBron, KD, KD, Kawhi, LeBron. And I know people will say, but LeBron has been running the point. Stop it. LeBron James is a small forward. LeBron James can play whatever position he wants on the basketball court and be great at it. But his position, his official position listed on the roster is small forward. So, (laughs) but when you look at it, that's why I think the Rockets need to embrace the rebuild. Because this, the league is a swingman league. Like right now, okay, right now in your mind, if I was to ask you, who are the top five players overall? In the NBA, I, I'm almost willing to guarantee that three of them are going to be small forwards. Yeah, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant. Three of them. And if I was to ask you to put them in order, you're probably going to go with those three, one, two, three. Most people are. Most people, right? Yeah. Of course, you have Luka and, and, and those you know guys like that. But as much as I love Luka, he's not LeBron. Well, yeah, and Luka hasn't done it. He's only been in the league two years. Like, I can't, exactly. I can't put yeah. him over LeBron. I can't put him over right with, with them still playing at that high level. But that's what I'm saying. So, small four. This is a small four driven league. Look at the Celtics. No. Who's the best player on the Celtics right now? Jason Tatum. He's a small forward. Yeah, I'm. I'm with but, you. I'm. I'm with you. you see what I, I, so for 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 James Harden and Russell Westbrook, I I I think they're great. This is not me saying that you can't win a championship with them. I just think. With the way that the Rockets are currently constructed, with contracts that they currently have, and with the stars, James Harden and Russ, already wanting out. So you're going to have to trade them in a year anyway. Mm-hmm. Why wait to start your rebuild? Like, yeah. you're like, yeah, we got, they don't have to trade them right now. You know what I'm saying? They got all of this time. They got two years. And I'm like, I understand that you don't have to trade them right now, but you're not going to let them walk. And they are bent on leaving. So if you're not going to let them walk and you're not going to let them uh, leave for nothing, like you have, you're going to trade them next year anyway. Yeah. So why wait a year to just do the same thing? You're not going to win the finals this year. Uh, I, and again, I'm a guy who's an optimist that I like to believe. Like I, I'll believe like I, I, I can, can they do it? Yeah. yeah but exactly. are they? No. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just too many teams that are better than them at this current moment. Yeah, um, I'm and I'm I'm with no. you, bro. I'm I'm with that. Um, and, and Houston, listen, James Harden and Russell Westbrook are great, but there's a reason that that two way wings, two way two way small forwards mm-hmm. have dominated the Finals MVP discussion. So understand, Kobe was 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 a, sh- a shooting guard, right? Mm-hmm. But Kobe played like a like a two way small forward. Why do I say that? 
Look at how LeBron James plays basketball. He's backing you down, pulling up from mid-range. He's slashing whenever he wants. He's getting to the bucket. He's knocking down some threes when it when he needs to. LeBron James, love you, bro. Need you to work on your free throw percentage a little bit for me. Yeah, man, that that's the most you know, disappointing but, thing about but, LeBron James. <laughs> but this, but this is what I'm saying. So the way, so the reason I bring up Kobe because James Harden's a shooting guard, right? Mm-hmm. And he's a good shooting guard. Mm-hmm. He's great, in my personal opinion, right now, currently, he's the best two guard in the league. That's my personal opinion. You can de- agree. You can disagree. This is just, that's Le- or James Harden is the best two oh, guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. The best that. shooting guard in the league right now. Donovan Mitchell's on the come up, but he's not better than he's not James yet. Harden. He's not better yet. Um, he will be eventually, I believe. But I think James Harden is like top five player in the league. Like James Harden is good. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's up there. He's right up there. But why do I bring all that up? Why did I bring up Kobe, who was a shooting guard? Because look at how he played the game. He's not just pulling up from three, and then and then you know getting going to the free throw line and then dunking on people or finishing at the rack. Kobe Bryant was knocking down mid range. He was knocking down three balls. He was playing great defense. He was going to the free throw line and shooting it at a high clip. And if you look at every single guy that I named on this list of Finals MVPs, LeBron, Kawhi, Andre Iguodala, Kevin Durant, Kawhi, not not so much Andre Iguodala anymore, but Mm -hmm. all of those guys, LeBron, Kawhi, and KD, and even Dirk, going all the way back to Paul Pierce, those guys could score at all three levels and did it they they scored all three levels consistently well. Yeah. And then Dirk, not so much in this next phase, but you flip him over on the defensive end, and they're just going to work, man. This is a two-way wing-driven league right now. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is a guy that's going to play defense, but they can also flip around on offense and can score at all three levels and isn't afraid to 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 take a mid-range jump shot instead of forcing up a bad three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I and I'm with you. I with you. I think they should I think they should rebuild. I think James Harden and Russ are just not good enough together against all the elite other duos. And I agree. Um and so um yes, and I think yeah, it's a it's a two-way forward league. I agree with all of that. I think the one thing I'll say is that it, they don't have to rebuild for nothing. If you want to trade James Harden for Ben Simmons, uh, I would say do that and then rebuild rebuild around a star. Even if you want a even if you have a budding star, go get a young star. Go get a young guy and say, Okay, yeah. we believe he can be something. Let's build around him. All right, we're switching to a segment now, Cody, that we like to call What's on oh your mind? What's on your mind? Come on. What's on your mind? What's yeah. on your mind? Cody. What's on your mind, Cody? What's on your mind? All right. Huh. Real quick, before I get to the what's on my mind, I just want to tell AT because he has told me. Because, again, remember, fans, we are friends. Me and him are actually friends. We are mm-hmm. not just business partners. We're not just co-hosts. We are actual friends. We talk about sports not on the podcast. Um, he has told me that he wants Gordon Hayward in Dallas, and I have to tell you, AT, breaking news, that's not going to happen. He just signed a huge deal with Charlotte. So on the podcast, live reaction, um, he's upset. I know y'all can't see him, but he, he's, he's a, little, a little heartbroken right now. But that's okay 
Because I think it's the Mavs okay. will be okay. The Mavs are going to be fine. They're going to make they're some kind of move fine. somewhere, and it'll be no. Fine. They're not. No, they're not. They never make this some kind of move somewhere, except for Kristaps. That's the only move that has ever worked for the Mavericks. So, in light of that, I wanted to. I I, I was thinking, and I was like, well, who's going to have the best rookie season? Mm-hmm. And fans, I have no answers. I have no insider information. I have nothing like that. This is purely. A prediction, but the guy that I think me personally is going to have the best rookie year is out of all the rookies drafted or out of the top three. I'm gonna I'm gonna say out of the top three. This will be out of the okay. top three just because okay. I don't I didn't watch the draft. I didn't really pay attention to it um, all the way. I watched like the first four picks and was like, all right, I'm getting on Xbox. I'll be real <laughs> with y'all. Um, but out of the top three, I actually think it's going to be um, the, the the young man that was drafted by the Warriors. Um, that's Wiseman. what I think. Yeah, Wiseman. I think it's going to be him. And the reason I think it's going to be him is because he's kind of walking into an ideal scenario. situation. Mm-hmm. Right? Like he doesn't – he chances are in his career, if he stays with the Warriors, he will never – for the first few years anyways – he won't have to be the guy because you have Steph, you know? And so he just gets to come in. He gets to learn their organization. He gets to get up to speed with the NBA. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then, and then you got, you got Steph who's drawing so much attention. You got Andrew Wiggins, who is, who is super talented. You got Andre, uh, not Andre. You got Draymond Green. I'm thinking back to old school warriors. You got Draymond Green, you mm-hmm. know, who who's going to teach him, you know, that they's going to give him that grit. And if you think about when the Warriors were winning their titles before KD, when they won the title, um why did like why were they so good? Because they had a big man. It was Andrew Bogut, who's not even he wasn't even great, but he was enough defensively as an yeah. anchor to help them win a title. And so this kid's going to come in and I don't need you to give me 15 a night. I don't I don't need that from you at all. I need you to protect yeah, the Yeah, but if he don't give you that, then is he going to have the best season out of all of those guys? Okay, so when I say best, when I say best season, like I, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying he doesn't need to. He can, and if he does, it's great. But what I'm saying is he doesn't need to, and so I think based on so when I say best, I'm also going based on expectation, right? Like okay. Mello Ball. Ex- the, mm-hmm. the expectation of Lamelo Ball is so much higher yeah. than him being in Charlotte because right now, can you name me one player on the Charlotte Hornets not named Lamelo Ball or Gordon Hayward? Devontae Graham. Okay. Scary Terry. Okay. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> so who's the best player on Charlotte? Devontae Graham. You think? Oh, not I guess Gordon? now. Well, oh yeah, you said not Gordon or Hay or Lamelo. So I was. <laughs> well, no, now now their whole roster. Who's the best? Oh player yeah, right G- Gordon Hayward. Gordon okay, Hayward. so and then 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 you have Scary Terry, mm-hmm. who's probably who's probably number two or number three. So even there, it's like Lamelo. They're they're looking at Lamelo as the future, and so it's like, hey, we've we've now built this team, and you, we think you, are the missing link. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like if Charlotte doesn't make some noise now, I feel like there's gonna be so many fingers pointed at Michael Jordan as as the owner and at Lamelo Ball saying, "Man, did did you did you mess up?" Because look at what happened with Lonzo, with with all you know, Lavar 
saying all this stuff about how he's already better than Steph and all this stuff. There was so much pressure on him mm-hmm. because of all of that. Well, now LeVar has come out and said LaMelo is the best of the three brothers. Yeah. So how much more pressure is on LaMelo to be better than Lonzo was? Which, to be fair, it's not going to be hard. But yeah, I, I think, I think you know, here's what I think. Uh, and fans, this is really a segment for you guys. So that's what's on Cody's mind. Um, you let us know. Is he crazy or is he spot probably. on? I'm uh, but here's, I'll tell you really quick, really quickly. And then we're going to hop off of here. Anthony Edwards, I don't like the situation he went to with the Timberwolves. Not at all. They've they've been they've been riddled with talent with uh Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins and they've gotten the bare minimum out of these guys. They, they had Jimmy they, Butler too, is all I'm They saying. had Jimmy Butler. They 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 under and I know Carl Anthony Towns numbers is good. <laughs> Kevin Love's numbers were great when he was the only one scoring the ball in Minnesota too. Um and so I, I feel like Anthony Edwards went there and they 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 the Timberwolves are underwhelming. I'll say that. Like with D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Town, Anthony Edwards, I feel like that's gonna take a while for Anthony Edwards Edwards to take over the team. Carl Anthony Town, D'Angelo Russell, I'll give it th- two, three years, they're gonna be shipped out of there. It's gonna be Anthony Edwards team. Uh and so and then Wiseman, he's in a great situation, and you said it best, they don't need much from him. So that's why I don't think his numbers are going to be as eye popping. I think they're just going to, they're going to hide him and develop him so much that once it's his team or once it's him and whoever's team, it's going to, the sky's going to be the limit. We're going to look up in five years and I'm like, oh my gosh, Anthony, uh, or, uh, or Wiseman is so great. What happened? We, he scored five points a, a game his first year, 10 points a game. He's going to have that Giannis trajectory. For the first couple of years, he was just getting better. Pascal Siakam was just getting better. Now they're yeah. all-stars. Now they're in the, you know. So I think that's what Wiseman's going to be. So I'm going to go with, uh, out of the top three, I'm going with LaMelo. Not because the organization is any better than the Timberwolves for Anthony Edwards. I just think Anthony Edwards is going to be competing with Carl Anthony Towns. And people want that to be Carl Anthony Towns' team. And so there's going to be a power struggle, I feel. I hope not. I hope it all works out. And I hope they'll be great because I don't wish demise on people. But I think it's going to be a power struggle. Um, but what That's I will fair. say, um, I think for for Lamelo is we all know. Uh, I feel like for Lamelo, Gordon Hayward is going to be a scorer. Devontae Graham is going to be a scorer. But he's going to have the opportunity to just ball, right? He's just going to be. He's going to have the opportunity to just hoop, like with Scary Terry, Devontae Graham, Gordon Hayward. These are these are uh, Scary Terry and Gordon Hayward are kind of in that vet mode right now yeah. they're not veterans like they've been in the league for 12 years or anything but they've been around the nba they know how to play they know how to win yeah. and they're gonna be like hey rookie just come in hoop with us and i think nobody with the with the roster they have set up nobody's expecting them to make a deep run in the playoffs or anything like that there's no pressure so i feel like he's gonna have that kevin love year where his numbers are gonna look amazing uh not amazing in the sense of like he's gonna average 30 and, and 10 and 10 but I think an amazing for the rookie where he'll average like I think he'll average like 16, uh, seven and uh, seven and two yeah. or something like that. OK. Like, And I think that will be a productive year for him, which will then get him. Uh, I think he'll probably even win rookie of the year. And then also, this is something I was thinking about. Jordan went number three. When he was drafted. 
So there's that yeah. connection too of like, oh well, Jordan went number three. He took Lamelo number three. You know, Nobody someone somewhere is gonna beat Jordan. Someone somewhere is gonna that make take, that connection. Like, no, fans, I'm being for real. I'm, no, I'm being real. Take, I'm being real. Look, look, look. I'm not saying Lamelo is gonna beat Jordan, but you know, somebody somewhere is gonna be like, why did Jordan take Lamelo number three? Was it because he drafted number three? Now, no. I agree with you, AT, but somebody somewhere is probably doing that right now. No. Um, so and if that's I, you, fans, you're say, wrong. Get at us at Instagram, uh, on Instagram at, at Colin underscore all underscore fans. Thank you for joining us this week, fans. Thank you, Cody, for hopping up on here with us. Oh, you know uh, it, Talking MVP, rookies of the year. What should the Rockets do? Blow it all up. Um, and all the things. Thank y'all, mm-hmm. fans, for being for supporting us every week and uh yeah, yeah. see y'all next week guys hey fans thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the calling all fans podcast we love you guys we're so grateful that you joined us today remember keep being fans keep being biased and we'll see you on the next episode <laughs>